Welcome to the Illuminating Primary Care Podcast, a general practice podcast brought to you by Menlo Park Recruitment. Illuminating Primary Care is here to quiz primary care leaders to offer professional knowledge, experience and insight on the biggest topics in general practice. It's the podcast to listen to if you work in primary care. Welcome to the Illuminating Primary Care Podcast. Hi everyone and welcome back to the Illuminating Primary Care Podcast. Uh, I'm Patrick Flowers, a Senior Consultant at Menlo Park um, and I'm joined today by Dr. James Keir, uh, General Practice Partner at Lido Medical Practice. Uh, thanks for joining me today, James. Yeah, no problem, Patrick. Um, so would you like to, I guess, introduce yourself first of all and tell everyone um, a bit about who you are and um, your practice initially? Yeah, sure. So I'm um, Dr. James Keir. I'm a full-time GP partner uh, in a, a practice in, in Jersey. All the practices in Jersey are private, so it's completely outside the NHS. Um, so I came <coughs> to Jersey um, in nine years ago now, um, and um, after a salaried trial period, joined as a partner, and uh, it's been a very positive experience. Um, yeah, so... Right. I know we've been talking a lot over the past year and um, what would you say are the main um, reasons that made you first decide to relocate to Jersey from the UK? So we were looking for something, we were looking for something different. I think the, it, we were felt like we weren't really getting anywhere in the UK. I felt that the NHS was an increasingly unpleasant place to work and was unlikely to change. Um, so we wanted uh, a better work-life balance um we wanted uh we wanted just a, a, a different experience something as a, to try a different country something enrich our lives um we uh, we we also wanted um somewhere that we would consider nice safe green place to live um that would be relatively close to the uk but still offers something different fantastic so yeah. what, what were the main advantages, I guess, over um, places like Canada, Australia, the other kind of hotspots when GPs are looking at moving away from the UK? Um, my wife is very close to her family. Not that I'm not close to my own, but um, she, uh, she, yeah, it was very important to her to be basically be within easy touching distance uh, to the UK. So places like Australia, New Zealand, um, they, they, it's, it's, you know, you're looking at 24 hours to get back. Um, and it, it is expensive to get back. Also, you know, it, you're not going to be doing it too often. So um, there is that with regards to um, Australia and New Zealand with Canada. So she, my wife is, uh, was a lawyer at that time. She would have had to have retrained. Um, so that was a downside. And also um, she wasn't keen on the idea of it being minus 40 degrees at certain times of the year. Um, so you know, Jersey being close to the UK, it's, it's the, it's the sunniest place in the British Isles was, was uh, you know, attractive. It's, we're an hour and a, a, you know, from the ferry from France. So we've got um, mainland Europe and our doorstep. Uh, so yeah, it was, a, it, was a, it was an easier choice for us to make. Yeah, fantastic. I guess you've got the convenience factor, don't you? Being close to family, mainland Europe, and um, yeah, being, being easy to, to get to, and like you say, better weather than the rest of the UK as well. It is, yeah. I mean, if you want to give flight back to London, it's thirty minutes on a plane. Um, 
uh, <clears throat> and you you know if you choose the right time to book your flights it's you know the, the flights are cheap it's it's it's, a, it's a relatively inexpensive uh, flight yeah no brainer so did you learn anything when you moved to jersey then or is there anything that you would do differently if you had to do it again um i think GPs in Jersey, oh, well, certainly, well, anyway, my own practice, we're a lot more um, hands-on in certain things compared to the UK. So there was no practice nurse. It was only relatively recently we actually got a practice nurse. Um, so I was doing all the child immunizations. Um, we we're doing all the ECGs and the blood tests. Uh, we were doing travel clinics, which is a, a complete, that was not something I'd ever done before. So I had to go on a, a travel vaccination course. I think as well, from a personal point of view, when I joined, I was lo- I'd, I'd, I'd finished my GP training. I'd done a year as a locum, and then I essentially went straight in, apart from a three-month salary position, I was went in as a partner. And so learning how to run a business as well was a, a, a steep, but a good uh, and satisfying learning curve. Um, so <clears throat> in the NHS, you kind of, it felt like to me, it's, it's a tsunami of patients coming towards you. And you're kind of you're, you're trying to hold them back because there's that much work coming to you. Whereas here, what we're doing is we're all the, 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 the private businesses and they are in competition, uh, friendly competition with each other. So um, but it, it is at the business at the end of the day. So we're kind of kind of trying to come up with ideas about how to generate that business, um, and create different uh, income streams and drive the business forward. So it's a completely different mindset to kind of your typical sort of NHS, <clears throat> well, so, uh, well, what I was doing before anyway. I won't uh, typify, uh, you know, a, a NHS GP and what they do, but what I was doing before. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So would you say as a business owner on Jersey, you've got a lot more autonomy around how you run your business and extra revenue streams you can generate and freedom, I guess, to do that? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that's it's undoubtable. I mean, we can, we are always trying to um, sort of come up with that idea. So I, you know, when I came, I'd done ear, nose and throat before. So I set up a microsuction service that's been highly successful at, uh, at uh, you know, at helping patients and, and generating income for the practice. Uh, it's brought new patients uh, to our list size. We're always looking to increase our, our list size. Um, it, it is, we've, I, uh, set up a sort of health screening service and then we we went we set that out to different um businesses on the island and we set that uh, and they they then they come and have their health screen they again we've got we've, we've got some of those patients to come and join our practice we there is there is more autonomy uh in in lots of different ways so we're responsible for it's our business where it you know we we, we want to take that business on and and try and drive it forward but we can also do what we if we were to get to a certain size and it was to become uncomfortable or we don't want to get too big if if need be we can we can just shut our list size we don't have to ask anybody it's our business so yeah absolutely this is it's this there's less you will open on saturday morning or uh you know on on uh, over a weekend and you'll do this and it's more a case of what do we want to do what's what's a, a good work-life balance for us that's uh, that will help the business but it also will give it be in the realms of how we want to live our lives 100% you've got a lot more autonomy and you're not beholden to anyone as, as such as well which sounds like a massive benefit um, for you guys over there. 
Fantastic. So in your opinion, then, what would you say the main benefits are between Jersey and UK general practice? Um, what what have you found has been the most different and most beneficial to, to you as a GP? I think um, the, the, the doctor-patient interaction in Jersey is infinitely better uh, and higher quality than what I was having back in the UK. So our standard consultation time would be 15 minutes. Um, we, I see 15 patients uh, in the morning, max, and then 12 in the afternoon. Um, usually there aren't that many home visits. And um, we, we basically, we, um, we, we managed to do our paperwork. I do uh, the, the majority of mine within an hour. So I start at eight o'clock in the morning and I will finish usually on time and I'll be out the door. So, you know, I'm not doing 12 hour days. Um, We can, um, those patients, it's a, so it's a, it's a private service. So in, in Jersey, so that you you come see the doctor, you pay a bit and the government pays a bit. And despite the patient coming to to see me and, and paying to see me, I find that I'm far more valued I feel more valued than than what we had in the UK of my experience of being an NHS GP. So nobody's sworn at me yet. Nobody's threatened me. Um, I um, yeah, pe- people really value what we do, despite them coming to you know coming in and pay- and paying to see us. Um, I get loads of presents at Christmas and cards. My kids get Easter eggs. It's uh, it's yeah, you're va- you feel valued. Um, the, the, the work-life balance, my commute here is, I mean, it's, you're talking about an island that's nine by five miles. Um, I live a 10-minute commute away from the practice. Out the back of our practice is a, uh, is a hotel, and there's a gym in that hotel. And um, at lunchtime, um, when the practice is at full strength, when we've got all the GPs there, I can go for an hour and a half every single day to that gym. What GP in the UK can do that? Not many. <laughs> no, fantastic. It sounds like the work-life balance is unbeatable, isn't it, really? That that kind of thing doesn't really exist in the UK. No, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, yeah, it, it's just an entirely different, much more pleasant experience. Um, it's, it, it's and, and our practice as well is really, it's a small practice. There's only, there's like three GPs there. So it's, it's proper cradle-to-grade stuff. Uh, with um, you know, with you, you've, you've got your following as a GP, so it's not an absolute monster. Um, it's easy to make decisions with a, a small practice. Don't get me wrong; there are downsides as well. So, uh, if somebody becomes unwell, then you're, you, you certainly know you're, uh, that you've got reduced resilience compared to a bigger practice. But for me, the advantages outweigh the disadvantages. Yeah, it's going to be super person dependent, isn't it? But I think, like you said, the, the benefits for most people are going to outweigh um, that of if it was the other way around as well. Yeah. And I guess to give a really balanced view, would, would there be any drawbacks from your point of view to working in Jersey versus the UK as a GP? Yeah, I think cost of living uh, is, is certainly an issue. Um, I think if you are coming from certain parts of the UK, from London, the house prices. I mean, you, 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 I don't think you'll notice that much of a difference. But if you're coming from other parts of the UK and you're not uh, in a uh, financially advantageous position, let's put it that way, then you, then that's a big 
That's a big question mark ever coming here. Um, I mean, it, it might be 20% maximum tax rate, but when the house prices are so expensive, it does kind of, yeah, it, it puts it into uh, context. The um, Or you have to put it into context. I think as well, there's no pension here. So you'd have to, there's no NHS pension. So that needs to be borne in mind. You have to uh, create your own, if you want to do, you have your own private pension. Um, what else? I think that's, yeah, that, those are the downsides for me. I think it's cost of living uh, and the, the NHS pension um, that we don't have, essentially. So it's, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of all the positives, kind of, I guess. But it sounds like everything else for you at least massively outweighs those two things, mainly. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think there's also, you have to be of a, a person that doesn't mind. I, I will say this is another advantage, disadvantage potentially for some people. I mean, you're living in an island that's nine by five miles. You ain't going to be able to get on a motorway and drive somewhere else to do something different, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, in winter, it, it can, it, you know, it, when everything... It becomes quiet and it's not a nice, beautiful sun, so you can't go to the beach. Some people are going to struggle with it, so it's not going to be for every uh, for everybody. Um, no, no, indeed, mm-hmm. that's interesting. So, I guess on the back of that, then, do you have any advice for GPs thinking of relocating from somewhere like the UK to Jersey? Um, I think certainly come and visit. Um, I would have a look at the house prices. <laughs> um, um, I think you, you obviously you want to get uh, all your information because there is <clears throat> it's not just the house prices as well. Depending on which practice you're considering joining, they may be a um, well, there usually is a buy-in fee. Now, some of the practice have a graduated buy-in, so you can do it over a, a certain amount of time, and and others um, they require a buy-in straight from the get-go. Um, I think at the present time, it's becoming just like everywhere else. We're in a global health market, okay? And it's, um, you are, practices are competing with each other to try and get um, GPs. And you're in a strong position. Don't think that you're not. So ask, you know, why not look around, talk to other practices, um, you know, don't feel that you can't question the buy-in um and how much uh you know how that's done as well um so it, it is a it, it, it's you're in a strong position no i think really valid points and it's worth mentioning there as well that the buy-in is um for partnership positions isn't it as opposed to salary positions yeah yeah so yeah then there are more yeah there are more salary gps on Ireland, it used to be just that um, that there were only gp partners here it was very rare to actually get a salary gp but that model certainly changing Definitely. Um, and I guess as a final point, James, in, in your opinion, of course, what do you see for the future of the NHS in the UK? Where do you see it going and what do you see happening? Um, I would like to say that the, 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 the you know, I'd, I'd love to see the NHS continue uh, in some ways, but with, but with a different funding model, perhaps, um, because I think um, if it doesn't, then it's going to face... It just it's been in decline for years, uh, and if it if if you know if something unless something radically changes, then that will continue because I don't see the number of users of that service decreasing in size, and the workforce population is not expanding. In fact, quite the opposite. So they're in for a really tough time. Um, I think you know it, it's not impossible to see utter collapse. 
It's certainly possible for me to see continued decline and a two-tier system where people just get sick of it and they end up paying to see their own private GP, which is an increasingly you know popular thing. Um, yeah. Yeah, interesting. I think I agree with all of your points there. Um, probably quite a good time if you are a GP to be considering somewhere like Jersey, perhaps for a, a much better work-life balance by the sounds of things. And um, increased finances too, I think, is something that we haven't covered. But the sessional rates and um, certainly part drawings in Jersey can be significantly higher than um, averages in the UK as well, which I think are both points worth worth mentioning too, along with obviously the lower tax brackets as well. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it, that part of that as well is... <coughs> because the cost of living is higher here, we try and reflect that in, in certainly to the salary GPs in the wages that they get. I also don't know any salary GP on Ireland that actually does any out of hours. Um, it, it, so it, they are, we, we try and look after salary GPs as, as well as we possibly can because we're trying to attract them. Just as I said, we're in a global health market and and absolutely, I, I mean, the, the, the partner uh, drawings here are are, are, are are significantly higher uh, than those in the UK. Again, a 20% tax rate, but they should be, and they have to be because we don't have an NHS pension and you're looking at buying property in, you know, in a, a, a part of the world where it's very expensive. So we need it. Unfortunately, it needs to be a significant income to, to, to be able to, to continue here. And it has been, and the, the our income, you know, it, we 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 see we see it increasing year on year. So it, it, they are, they are, um, they're steady businesses. Um, you know, I have confidence in in our, in our business that it will continue to be able to to work for us, and that it will will, will become increasingly successful. Fantastic. Well, no, that's a, re a really good insight, James. Thank you for taking time out to have a chat with me about life on Jersey. I know it's a relative unknown for a lot of GPs I'm speaking with in the UK. So good to shed a little bit of light, I guess, onto the um, the mystery and uh, look, look behind the curtain a little bit as well. Um, if you do want to chat more about um, positions on Jersey or the channel hours in general, feel free to get in touch with me um, on the contact details below and um, subscribe to our Illuminating Primary Care podcast to hear more. And yeah, thank you again, James, for joining me today. Pleasure, mate. Take care. Take care. You've been listening to the Illuminating Primary Care podcast. If you enjoyed our podcast, please subscribe, review and share so others can find the podcast too. We really appreciate your support. If you're a practice looking to recruit permanent clinicians, such as GPs, nurses, or allied health staff, please get in touch at menloparkrecruitment.com or email james at menloparkrecruitment.com. For daily primary care news, please follow Menlo Park Recruitment on LinkedIn. Thank you so much for listening and we hope you'll join us next time for another episode of the Illuminating Primary Care Podcast.